Hi everyone, it's Gary Walden from sharethepowernow.com and today's podcast is about complaining or about all the no complaining campaigns that I'm seeing all over the internet. So I had a lot of feedback from followers from through LinkedIn on my website and Facebook kind of asking me or telling me the struggles that they have with it. So, so here's my take on it. There's a lot of people out there telling you that you, you shouldn't complain and how crappy your life will be if you do. They're telling you that if your life will be your life will be positive and it's amazing if you just don't complain. My friends, associates, and followers, in the words of Donald Trump, wrong fake news. I see this a lot lately, the no complaining campaigns. Although I do agree with the concept that complaining is a negative way to think and a bad habit to have because of how it alters your thoughts, your feelings, and alters your decision-making process and ultimately produces your results and outcomes. In most cases, probably poor outcomes. I'm going to be the salmon that swims upstream here, the stick in the mud of what's trending in the human behavior self-development arena in the quest for a fulfilling life. No complaining or not complaining simply doesn't work. It's not productive, creates inner frustration, minimizes the creative thought process, and bottles up innovation. There, I said it. I'm the guy who swims upstream going against all these experts out there that are claiming otherwise. I believe and I've seen success in what I call or coined as performance resolution, which is nothing more than controlled complaining. After all, almost everything we use in today's modern life is a direct outcome, a product or service of someone who complained that something somewhere wasn't right or didn't work well enough or should be done better. I, I, I just can't imagine what the thought of life would be like today without those in our history who didn't complain, just went along with the way of the, you know, basically how the way life was then and never got frustrated enough to make a change, make a difference and make our lives as we know it today better. And to those complainers, I say thank you. What I've been teaching is how to take traditional complaining and transform it into productive performance resolution, meaning how can we create something valuable at what is being complained about? Most, but not all, people complain for good reasons, not because they were born angry. Understand people such as motivational, informational, inspirational, and strategic leaders, some of them that I've actually been students of and highly respect, such as T. Harv Ecker, Tony Robbins, Stefan Palernos, along with you, me, and everyone else in this world will complain at some point and time for good reason. To go through life being told that you shouldn't complain or your life will end up like crap or that if you suppress your complaining, your life will be amazing is total garbage. All right, so let, let's, let's break it down a little bit. Let's look at the word complaining right from the get-go. It brings up negative thoughts instantly so you already are on the defense about what comes next regarding this word. There are guidelines and a process to this word that needs to be taught on how to make this word an effective, productive, and profitable one. So here are some of the guidelines, okay? And you're going to probably recognize this either within yourself or in others. This is what a complainer does or a chronic complainer does. And I'm not advocating that people should go around complaining. This is the type of complainer that we don't want to be. And I'm going to show you the difference between a complainer and what I call a performance 
resolution or, or performance resolver. So this is what a complainer does. When they go on with a rant, um, with their anger and their mood, which controls their feelings, and in most cases probably controls their mouth. Um, a chronic complainer are those people that repeat the same complaint over and over and over and over and over and you kind of get the idea. These are the people that also blame others for the situation uh, that they're in, whether it be the situation of finance, whether it be in their job performance or anything else or in their life, they have something or, or some situation that they want to blame and they'll go on about that. These same chronic complainers will use what we call absolute words. That includes the whole world, such as every time, always, no one, uh, everyone, never, to make a point about something that probably only happens a few times or maybe a handful of times. Tony Robbins once in, in a seminar um, that I, I, had been, or I had been attending had, had given this story in reflection to what we call absolute words. Um, Somebody had come to him and said that they had trouble losing weight and, and they had tried every diet in the world. So, of course, Tony, the first thing he said was, really? You've tried every diet in the entire world? And that person said, well, okay, not everyone in the whole world, um, but, but I've tried hundreds of them. I mean, really? So you've tried hundreds and hundreds of diets. And they kind of started, the realization kind of sat in with that person and said, all right, well, okay, I, I've, but I've tried, I, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. And he said, okay, well, tell me exactly what those programs were. And by the time the person could really think of it, it was two. They actually tried two different diets, maybe three, that they couldn't recall. So these are what we call absolute words. People use them in an extreme area, which just, it, it's just not helpful in any other way other than they're trying to include everything, everybody, all the time, in every situation, and it's just simply not true, okay? Chronic complainers, uh, they tell others their side of the story when the other party isn't around so that they can't be challenged on the information, facts, or twisted wording of the story. They like to tell people, hey, you know, this is what happened, and they kind of make sure that nobody's around so that nobody can challenge them, nobody can tell me I'm wrong, so you're going to have to take my word as, as gospel. They also enhance the problem by adding a tone of voice to others when telling the story about what and how it was said. Uh, they, they, when they do this, they, you've probably been through this a few times, and you've probably been the victim of this. When somebody has said, hey, you know, you want to go to the movies, and you decline. And the first thing they may shoot back is their whole body language changes, and they get this nasty tone on their voice. And they said, what do you mean by that? And you're like, what do you mean? I just said, I, you know, I'm not interested in going. And they said, well, no, you said, I'm not interested in going. And you're like, whoa, it's not how I said it. I've been a victim of it. I have done it to other people. I'm sure Tony Robbins has and, and T. Harbecker and, and Stefan and a million other people have done this at some point in their life. So when they catch those tones, it's not to be malicious. It's just their perception of how it was said. And that needs clarification. They also try to recruit supporters for their complaint. They're always complaining about something and they run to somebody else and they try to get their input. They try to convince them that they're right about the complaint. And they're only doing that so they can build an alliance and credibility with their complaint. Not based on facts, just based on the fact that they went and got people that they know they can influence and that they can say, okay, look, well, so-and-so also believes that too. And this one thinks the same way I do. So they're building an alliance and they're building credibility. The complaint may completely 
be utterly false and have no real bearing whatsoever. But as long as they feel they have somebody who said, oh, well, these other people agree with me, then it just must be true, whether it is or not. Okay. And the list goes on. You kind of recognize, you probably in your own mind, as I'm going through this list saying, I, I've done that a, a couple of times and probably some people have done this to me a few times. So I, I kind of understand what a chronic complainer is and somebody who complains is just not necessary in business and in life. So what's the difference between a complainer and a performance resolver? It sounds like a big twist of words and it's really not. It's easy. A PR, what I call them PRs, performance resolvers, Think of ways to make a change. They make a difference. They ask a question. They have the conversation with others first. They're innovated to creating a better outcome with new ideas. Getting all the facts first. They're patient in addressing and resolving complaints. They're open to listening to others and their resolution. They're always looking for the best interest. They're looking out for the best interest of everyone, not just themselves. And they also know when they can't do any of this to the best of their ability. Let me say that again. They also recognize the fact that they can't do all these things really, really well. So that's, if you're recognizing that in yourself, that may be an area where you want to say, I can't complain. I need to be a problem resolver. I need to be a performance resolver. I need to say what's wrong. How can I make this better? Who should I talk to? How can I present my ideas so it's in a positive way that's going to add value to my life, to my business, to their business, whatever it may be? That, my friend, is the difference between a complainer and a performance resolver. Okay, so I advocate the fact that people should complain in that controlled complaining environment. This creates change, innovation, new ideas. It sparks great conversations and debates it builds new ideas that make money that make that branch out in industries that create trends you know this is things that i get excited about people normally complain because they're passionate about something they care that's why you complain you complain because you care i know that sounds ridiculous but if you're frustrated because you care about something you usually will bring it up and it annoys you and it angers you and it frustrates you so you say something about it. The process and how you say it and what you do about it is the difference between a chronic complainer and a performance resolver. So if you need to learn more about how to become an expert at being a performance resolver and not a chronic complainer, contact me at GaryWebgoYahoo.com. You can reach me on my Facebook page at ShareThePowerNow, my Instagram page at ShareThePowerNow, and of course, my website, www.sharethepower.com. I'm Gary Walden. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast today. Please add comments below. I love your feedback. Like it, share it with others, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Take care, guys.